Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Wednesday, July the 20th, um, 2022. So glad you are on today. And uh, we are in Proverbs chapter 27 as we kind of head to the last few chapters of Proverbs. Um, We'll do 27 today, 28 tomorrow. We'll finish up Proverbs next week. Yeah. If you are on the email list, I sent out a correspondence yesterday just letting you guys know a little bit of what's kind of coming up. We'll wrap up Proverbs, as I said, next week. Uh, Then we'll take a little break. Um, And so won't be releasing any new episodes. Be a good time to catch up on old ones, though, if you'd like to miss um, a few days or weeks and you want to just kind of catch up on those. That'd be a great time in the uh, month of August. And currently just thinking about what to do in the fall, um, thinking about maybe what reading plan we want to do. Um, I like the devotional that we were doing before, the reading plan in terms of uh, before we started Proverbs, the lectionary readings. I like that. Uh, also, there are parts of it I don't like. I like reading different passages of Scripture all together each day. However, it does kind of make the continuity a little clunky. Uh, and so the one chapter in the same book each time we're together does help with the continuity a little better, I think. Um, so, yeah, just think through that. Uh, maybe a different reading plan. Hey, if you have an idea, let me know. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Shoot me an email. Say, hey, I'd love if we did this. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Or if you like a certain thing, like, I would like it when we do this. I like it. Let me know. Let me know what you like. Because uh, you're an important part of this, of course, and so your, you know, your input is valuable. So let me know. Um, so yeah. So anyway, I'll back into uh, kind of where we are in August. We'll be I'll be thinking through some of that. Also, what format, uh, particularly what video format we want to go back to in the fall, uh, whether it's just Facebook, uh, YouTube, which would recreates a little bit would necessitate a little new creation because I haven't done a lot with YouTube or uh, and or Instagram. So, yeah. All that, all that for consideration as we kind of re reboot for the fall. So, all that to say, the next few weeks we'll, we'll be still in Proverbs. Then um, in the middle of next week we'll be done. And uh, as we start August, just, you know, know that there probably won't be a lot of new podcasts out, maybe one here and there, but for the most part, we'll kind of let it idle, let it rest, and start with a with a bang in uh, September. So, all right, you guys, let's do this. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Proverbs chapter twenty-seven. As we continue uh, to put the icing on top with this wisdom, man, we've been learning a lot of wisdom throughout the summer. These last few chapters, just the cherry on top, man. 
Let's do it. Proverbs 27, verse 1. See what the Lord has to say to us today. Do not boast about tomorrow. Bluetooth, Bluetooth connected. For you do not know what a day may bring. Yeah. It's just like uh, being, uh, you know, realizing that we're our days are in the Lord's hands, right? I mean, that essentially is what that's about. Don't boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day will bring. You know, we uh, we we aren't we aren't guaranteed tomorrow, right? So we don't know we don't know the future. Um, back in the day, people say, "Lord willing, and the creeks don't rise." <laughs> Someone said, "Hey, I'll be. I'm planning. Are you are you coming to that party? Are you coming to that event? Are you going to be there next week?" Uh, yeah, Lord willing, and the creeks creeks don't rise. Just a way of saying, you know, yeah, I plan to, but I'm not in control of everything. Ultimately, it's uh, there are things beyond my control. That's what this Proverbs 27 one is. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. Hmm. Yeah. It's a good reminder. It takes pressure off of you, right? Realize I'm not in control of everything. I'm, not gonna, I'm in control of very little, actually. Most things are beyond our control. Verse 2, let someone else praise you and not your own mouth, an outsider and not your own lips. It's a good, good, good word. You don't, don't, don't brag about yourself. You know. um, be humble. You know, there's going to be compliments. Let it be given from someone else, not yourself. It doesn't, it doesn't sound quite as good when it comes from yourself. Kind of loses something. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> number three, or verse three. Stone is heavy and sand is a burden. But a fool's provocation is heavier than both. Mm. Man, fool knows how to provoke, don't they? Yeah. I mean, stone is heavy, sand is a burden. But a fool's provocation is heavier than both. Fool knows how to provoke, knows how to stir in it. Verse 4, anger is cruel and fury overwhelming. But who can stand before jealousy? <laughs> cruel is one thing, fury is another thing, but man, jealousy. Uh, jealousy jealousy is, a, uh, is a, a violent enemy, violent and uh, merciless enemy. You see some of the, the most um, heinous crimes uh, that on the planet are often motivated uh, out of jealousy. Just cruel and brutal, just, you know, just evil, evil. Uh, anger is cruel and fury is overwhelming, but who can stand before jealousy? Verse 5, better is, o is open rebuke than hidden love. Wow. Wow. Think of that. It's better to be openly rebuked than to have love hidden from you. Hmm. Like, uh, man, think about the damage that is done to um, to children, to infants, when, when love is um, withheld from them when they're young. But we won't stop needing it when we're young. We need it our, our whole lives. 
love, affirmation, encouragement. Better to be openly rebuked than for to love to be hidden from you. Yeah. Wow. Verse six. Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. Wounds from a friend can be trusted. In other words, a rebuke, a rebuke, a uh, something that a friend, a friend may hurt us, may say something that hurts us, but it can be trusted. Like you, they're hurting me. I know they, you know they, they they're. They're not trying to hurt me. They're trying to help me, but it does hurt. <laughs> but that can be trusted. That wound can be trusted. It's like a like a surgery, right? Like a a surgeon in the hands of a, a trusted physician. The wound hurts, but you can trust that that wound is is part of the healing. But an enemy, they multiplies kisses. You can't trust it. Verse seven. One who is full loathes honey from the comb. But to the hungry, even what is bitter tastes sweet. Hmm. Um, you're content, you, you pass up good things, right? You get content, you pass up good opportunities, you just keep, you know, ah, I don't want that. No, that's not going to, no, that's not going to, no, that's not going to. But when you're hungry, you go for it. It may not be the best. You're not waiting for the best circumstance. You're not waiting for everything to line up just perfectly. But if you're hungry, you're going to go for it, right? It's true in so many areas of life. Hunger, desperation, desire um, has a way of motivating. And when you have those, you don't wait for everything to be just perfect. But when you feel entitled... Like, oh, well, you know, you, you, a person can think they're too good to do certain things or too good to uh, to serve in a certain way. But when you're hungry, <laughs> oh, yeah. Verse 8, like a bird that flies its nest is anyone who flees from home. Like a bird leaving the nest. Empty nest. We talk about like what we call it, right? Empty nest. A bird lit, flies the nest. Is anyone who flees home? You leave the home. You leave the leave the nest. I mean, there's a lot of freedom in it. There's also a lot of responsibility in it. And uh, always think of the famous Andy Griffith episode and the uh, Ink and Blinking and Dodd. I think the little three little birds. Opie's out and shooting his BB gun. He shoots the mom, kills the mom. So. Andy, as a punishment, tells uh, Opie he's got to raise the babies. He's got to raise the three little chicks. And puts them in a little bird cage, takes care of them. But then the day comes, they all start out growing the bird, the, uh, the, the cage. He had to let them go. Had to open up that bird's nest. Or had to open up that bird cage. Let them run. Let them fly. Looks back at the empty cage when they fly away. It's like, man. Cage is awfully empty, Paul. Then Andy says, but aren't the trees nice and full? <laughs> uh, like a bird that flies its nest is anyone who flees from home. Some of you guys are getting ready to drop some kids maybe off for college. You, you feeling that. You feeling that. I know I've been there, man. I got one more left at home. Christy and I got one more till uh, next, this time next year. We'll be that final little chicky will be flying out of the nest. Like a bird that flies its nest, 
as anyone who flees from home. Mm. Sense of accomplishment when they fly. But man, it does. Bittersweet. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. So, hey, if that's you today, you're dealing with that letting go. Hey, our hearts are with you. That uh, What you're doing is good doesn't mean it's easy. What you're doing is right doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. So both of those can be true at the same time. This is good, but, man, it hurts. <laughs> this is right, but, man, it stings. Yep, both can be true. Verse 9, perfume and incense bring joy to the heart. Unless it's too much, then it brings coughing. <laughs> uh, perfume and incense can bring joy to your heart, unless it's too much, and then it brings a rash. <laughs> perfume and incense is great. <laughs> unless you use too much, then you know, it gives you a stomachache and a rash. Perfume and incense bring joy to the heart, <laughs> and pleasantness of a friend springs from the heart from from their heartfelt advice. Hmm. That's the blessing of a good friend, man. Um, they can give you good advice, trusted advice. They know you. They are. They know. They they want what's best for you. Uh, they uh, they understand your situation. And they just give you good advice. That's the blessing of a good, good friend. It's like perfume and incense, man. It brings joy to the heart. Verse 10. Do not forsake your friend or a friend of your family. And do not go to your relative's house with the zap when disaster strikes you. Do not forsake your friend or a friend of your family. And do not go to your relative's house when disaster, when disaster, when disaster strikes you. Better a neighbor nearby than a relative far away. Mm. Wow. Hmm. I mean, it's true, man. It's, it's, it's good to know your neighbors and be involved in your neighbors' lives and, and to, uh, because, you know, first responders are generally your neighbors. When something comes up in life, your first responders are usually your neighbors. So you got to know your neighbors. Be a good neighbor, but also um, have good neighbors. Build relationships. Better a neighbor nearby than a relative far away. And when you're when you're in trouble, you need someone right away. When disaster strikes, you know, you can't wait for a relative who's far away to come and help. You need a neighbor. You need a friend. Mm, that's the truth. Verse 11, be wise, my son, and bring joy to my heart. Then I can answer anyone who treats me with contempt. You, you can, uh, when those that are closest to you, like your, your children, your spouse, um, you know, when they're, when they, when, what, what the, what the, uh, what the writer here is saying is, you know, if my son is wise, man, I could deal with a lot of contempt in life. If I know that I've raised a wise child, be wise, my son, and bring my, bring joy to my heart. Then I can answer anyone who treats me with contempt. Like, man, you, you, this, you, that. Yeah, I know, but my son's wise. Yeah, this bad, this or this, that, this happened. Yeah, but look at my look, my kids are thriving. There's joy in that. Verse 12. The prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. We've read some like that before, right? Proverbs like that before. 
the prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Uh, the wise, the prudent, they see when something is not working. They don't write it off as, uh, as something else. They don't write it off as someone else's problem, or they don't, they don't write it off as someone else's situation. They don't write it off. They don't keep writing it off and making excuses or blaming. They change course. They're like, the, what, what I'm doing here is not working. I'm going to take refuge. But the simple, what do they do? They just keep going. Uh, just keep going the same direction, expecting everything to change. And it doesn't. It just gets worse. Things just get worse. They pay the penalty. Yeah. That's a good reminder for all of us. You know, we can, you know, if we keep, if, you, if, if, if you're today or the last few weeks, you keep bumping up against the same problem or issue. Um, it's wise. It's prudent to ask, uh, do I need to take refuge? Do I need to take a different direction here? Do I need to go about this in a different way? Because it keeps getting the same result. I don't want to be foolish. And uh, the definition of foolishness is to continue to do the same thing over and over and expect a different result. It also has a connotation of like, you know, planning ahead. You know, like I see that if, um, you know, in the area of finances, I see that there's a big expense coming. I'm going to, I need to plan now for that big expense, that big uh, expenditure. I can keep on, if I keep on spending at the same level and not saving, then I'm going to pay the penalty when it comes time to face that big expense. But if I see the danger coming, I see the issue coming, I plan now, then I've taken refuge. Yeah. Verse 13. Take the garment of the one who puts up security for a stranger. Hold it in pledge if it is done for an outsider. Yeah, putting up security for a stranger is never a good idea. <laughs> uh, verse 16, if anyone loudly blesses their neighbor early in the morning, it will be taken as a curse. Oh, yeah. Look, yeah. You start blessing me too early in the morning, I don't, I ain't crazy about it, right? <laughs> it's funny, around our house, Christy and I don't really talk in the morning. We're not... Like we're okay. We're not. It's not that we're not morning people. We're up early, but we don't like to talk. And so we just kind of we kind of orbit around each other. We don't talk. We grunt. If you get a grunt, that's about all you're gonna get until we wake up. That's just how we are. And uh, so yeah, somebody talking, even if it's really nice things early in the morning. I say, oh man, you gotta stop, bro. Please, too much, too much noise. I, I, I what, what you're saying is good, but when you're saying it is bad. It's too early. That's what they're saying. Basically, the point of that parable, that that proverb is, you can bless someone, say very nice things, and bless someone very generously, but it, timing is important, right? The timing. If you loudly bless someone early in the morning, it will be taken as a curse. They won't be received. It won't be appreciated. The timing is not right. So, if you want to bless, encourage. It's not just what you do; it's when you do it, right? Even a blessing not done at the right time. Can be taken as a curse instead of a blessing. Just being aware, just being aware of timing. Verse 15, a quarrelsome wife is like the dripping of a leaky roof in a rainstorm. Restraining her is like restraining the wind. 
or grasping oil with the hand. <laughs> We've had those proverbs before too. Man, nobody likes a nag. Yeah. Drip, 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 drip. Mm-hmm. Verse 17, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And that's why we need relationship, especially, you know, particularly among guys. Yeah, you, need, you need relationship, man. You, you think you can do it all on your own? You can't. You think you can do it out there as a Lone Ranger? You can't. Iron sharpens iron. You, you need people who, you need guys who get together and share life and share honestly and openly. And yeah, there may be some sparks that fly here and there as you as you kind of share and, and kind of hammer things out. But, you know, you get better. You both get sharper. You got your ideas and your perspectives and your opinions about things. That's the problem with a lot of guys right now, man. They aren't, they're not sharpening their iron against anything. They're just reinforcing what they already believe. They're not getting, they're not getting in conversation with people who disagree with them and sharpen that iron, make some, get some sparks flying a little bit. But that's the that's the word that's that's the community of faith. We get into we read the word of God together, we share together. The way we see it, the way we understand it, it broadens our perspective. Everyone gets better. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Verse 18. The one who guards a fig tree will eat its fruit, and whoever protects their master will be honored. Hmm. Don't bite the hand that feeds you, man. Basically, right? You guard the fig tree. You know, the one who's providing for you. If there's a, you know, something that's blessing your life, man, be loyal to that. If there's someone who's, you know, providing for you. If there's a something, a company or a employer or a partner or a client that's been good, man, protect them. Protect their honor, protect their reputation. Don't, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't bite the hand that's feeding you, right? It's another proverb, modern day proverb, same idea. Verse 19, as water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. Hmm. That's that inner life, outer life thing, man. As water reflects the face, you look at, you look in the puddle of water, it reflects your face. So one's life reflects the heart. The way your life looks is eventually, is uh, the reflection of what's in your heart. I've said this many times. Um, I'm not the first one to say it, but I've repeated it. Eventually, your outer life is going to look just like your inner life. It may take a little while. It may take a little while, but the priorities, the uh, the upheaval, any chaos, or conversely, positively, if you have peace, you have self-control, you have uh, humility, you have all of those things on the inside. Eventually, give it enough time. It won't happen overnight, but given enough time, your outward life is going to look exactly like your inner life. Sometimes we we spend a whole lot of time trying to fix the outer life, you know. And so you wonder why this relationship stops, starts, you know, is broken. You wonder why financial hardship is happening here. We wonder why uh, this issue with our children is here. We wonder why this neighbor doesn't like us. We wonder why we keep we can't keep a job or why this so much conflict here. The reason all those outward things are happening is because there's inward chaos. And we spend a lot of time trying to fix the outward stuff, 
Let's buy another book. Let's go to another conference. Let's, you know, uh, take another test. Let's visit another website. But the problem is the inward life needs to be fixed. The book of Colossians talks a lot about that. The one who, as water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. Your life will reflect your heart. Um, verse 20, death and destruction are never satisfied and neither are human eyes. Human desire, right? Human, human appetite. Death and destruction are never satisfied and neither is human appetite. Just want more, 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 more. Verse 21, the crucible for silver and the furnace for gold. But people are tested by their praise. Wow. Wow. And one says, when, when one, in one proverb, it talks about the Lord tests the heart. And that's true, of course. But this is also very true. You want to test someone's, you know, the, the true character of a person, let them receive a fair amount of praise. What happens to them? They stay humble. Do they stay uh, keep keep their feet on the ground, keep treating people the right way, or do they start to go to their head? The crucible for silver, the furnace for gold, but people are tested by their praise. Hmm. Not only the praise they receive, but the praise they're willing to give, right? You want to praise others? Willing to receive praise well? That's good. Verse 22, though you grind a fool in a mortar, grinding them like grain with a pestle, you will not remove their folly from them. <laughs> That fool's folly runs deep. Verse 23, be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Be careful attention to your herds. For riches do not endure forever, and a crown is not secure for all generations. Hmm. That's just being taking an honest assessment of what you have, right? Like pay careful, be sure to know your the condition of your flocks. Flocks was what? Or what? That was their livelihood. It was the idea of a, a shepherd's livelihood. Be sure you know the condition of your flocks. What condition are they really in? Be careful attention to your herds. For riches do not endure forever, and a crown is not secure for all generations. You can't count on it forever. So know your flock. Know the condition of your flock. And if you're managing people, here's a good tip, man. If you're managing people, know the condition of your people. What's going on in their lives? How are they doing really? Are they really fulfilled in their jobs? You know, you may have people working for you. You think, oh, they love it. They actually may not love it. Have you asked them? <laughs> Do you know the condition of your flocks? Do you can know the condition of the people that are working with you? What's going on in their lives outside of the nine to five, outside of, you know, when you interface with them about work? How are their kids? How's their marriage? Are they tired? They need a break? How, are the, how was their vacation? You know, know the condition of your flocks. Verse 25, when the hay is removed and the new growth appears and the grass from the hills is gathered in, the lambs will, will provide you with clothing and the goats will with the price of a field. Hmm. When the, uh, yeah, when the, when the, the flocks are in good condition, they're going to produce. <laughs> when the hay is removed and the new growth appears and the grass from the hills is gathered in, the lambs will provide you with clothing and the goats will, will be with the price of a field. You will have plenty of goat's milk to feed your family and to nourish your female servants. Everybody's going to be taken care of. 
when the uh, when the the flocks are taken care of. Yeah, take care of your people, man. Take care of your people. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, you guys, that wraps up chapter 27. Thank you for spending some time in the Proverbs today. Hope this uh, was uh, spoke to your heart. Maybe there's maybe some of it just stood stood with you and stands out to you. And uh, take it, man, and, and apply it to your life. Maybe it's about you know better is an open rebuke than hidden love. Maybe you, maybe someone in your life needs to know how much you love them. Maybe maybe you feel like you've been quick to criticize, but not as open to say, "Hey, I love you." Hey, do that today. Um, maybe maybe you haven't been. Uh, you've forgotten to be thankful for the friends in your life who give you honest advice and honest feedback. Man, that's a blessing to have that in your life. Yeah. Maybe you're in the crucible of praise. People are praising you right now. You're doing, you're killing it. You're doing great. You're receiving a lot of praise. Remember, that's a crucible. That's a test. How you handle that praise will be a test. Yeah. And maybe you need to be in relationship. As iron sharpens iron, one person sharpens another. Maybe it's a reminder, man, I need to be in a relationship. Man, God's word is good, and it's timely. I have no doubt that God has a word. Has, one, of the, one of the things that we've talked about is a word for you. I have no doubt God has a word for you today. Um, so grab it. Hold on to it. Apply it to your life. Maybe you need to praise your people, man. Take care of your people. Know your flock. <laughs> All right, you guys, enough of that. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for a chance to be with my friends today. Thank you for... Uh, this wisdom that helps us navigate through life without stumbling over every little rock and pebble. Uh, God, help us not only hear, be hearers of the word, but also doers uh, to apply these truths to our lives, into our finances, into our inner life, into our relationships, into our planning, uh, into our spiritual lives. God, help us to be a better reflection of you so that when people look in our face, they see your glory. Lord, we love you and give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. We'll be back at it tomorrow with Chapter 28. Hope to see you then. God bless. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.